1: You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As usual, I want to give a big shout-out to our sports byline affiliates around the country and to the service men and women out there Listen on American Forces Radio Network. Getting a little taste of home from your boy Speeds, the Spittin' Statistician, helping you win your leagues and win that cash. I got my man Chris Pavona on the ones and two keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. And I got to tell you something. These are the kind of weeks I love doing live radio. Earlier in the week, the news of the J.D. Martinez trade broke while we were on air. And now, in the last couple of hours, we have heard that... Cavaliers point guard Kyrie Irving has requested a trade away from the Cleveland Cavaliers it sounds like he doesn't want to be in LeBron James's shadow anymore and not only did he request the trade but we have heard four specific teams that he may be interested in being traded to the San Antonio Spurs the Miami Heat the New York Knicks of all teams and the Minnesota Timberwolves some Timber though might be doing a little something in Minnesota we're gonna get into that a little bit later on i got my man jason de jesus is gonna break it down with us a little bit later on also as you know we've been going team by team in the nfl i've been breaking down the teams of the afc west all week long i'll give you my recap of that division who i think uh you know will be over under in their win total who will make the playoffs from that division we also We're going to take a look at college football. You know, we talk about uh, football getting started and the buzz around fantasy football. It is also time to start looking into college football. So I'm going to talk about a few new coaches in new places, Ed Orgeron at LSU and Tom Herman in Texas. And also you know, who these first-round quarterbacks might be next year. So we're going to get into all that. If you want to get at me, you can at 844-843-6879. Also, follow us on Twitter at FNTSY Radio at Spittin' Speeds. I got those poll questions up there right now as we crown the greatest sports movie of all time. And I'm also going to be telling you about what Michael Phelps is doing this weekend. How's that for a tease? Come on back. Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: rogoexperts.com Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package
2: brand new for 2017 rotoexperts.com presents the executive edge fantasy football package roll with me through the 2017 season as I get you ready to draft and dominate all season long it's only going to cost you 20 bucks to win your fantasy league this year hell you spend 10 times that on a Friday night and leave empty handed the executive edge fantasy football package features articles videos and rankings that will help you be the man in your home office or high stakes leagues plus you get private access to the Fantasy Executive Snapchat, where you can interact with me directly. Head on over to rotoexperts.com and sign up for the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Chill with me all season long and win big in 2017 with the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package, powered by rotoexperts.com.
1: Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Dane Martinez right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's get into Major League Baseball real quick as we get into the starting lineup. You know I got to help you win some cash for the weekend when you're going out to your barbecues and stuff. It is hot here in New York City, so everybody is keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. First of all, the Seattle Mariners have traded with the Cardinals for left-handed pitcher Marco Gonzalez. This guy was in the minors, but was blowing up in the minors with a 2.78 ERA, 64 strikeouts in 74 innings, so uh, he may get called up to add to that bullpen. It sounds like the Mariners are going for it. Remember, they traded for David Phelps yesterday. Seems like they are bolstering their pitching for a run to Try to challenge for the wild card, at least. It probably won't be against the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros are running away and hiding in the American League. Also, I talked about this earlier in the week. The Milwaukee Brewers seem to be going hard for – Tigers closer Justin Wilson and for Justin Verlander looking to get some arms there as they compete with the Chicago Cubs in the NL Central. Let me tell you, and I say it again, with the trading deadline coming up, the best way to play this, if you play fantasy baseball and if you're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, I imagine you do, there is fluidity in the closer market right now, okay? For example, Justin Wilson, wherever he winds up, he will likely not be the closer, he will be the setup man. So if you had Wilson, you're losing saves. But for every spot where you lose something, there is an opportunity created. Former Yankee, current Detroit Tiger Shane Green is probably in line to take that role from Wilson if the Tigers do in fact deal him. So that would be a nice speculative ad. I have said that all week long. Again, with the Brewers, Ryan Braun, their stud outfielder, should be back this weekend. He's been battling nagging calf and wrist injuries all season long. He actually revealed recently. That he had a quarter zone shot in his wrist before the All Star break. Cubs third baseman Chris Bryan, remember, he's got that finger issue uh, sliding into third base earlier in the week. It is likely that he will sit all weekend long. The New York Mets are um, giving Azdrubal Cabrera some reps in practice at third base. They think this may increase his trade value as the trading deadline approaches. Maybe they are showcasing him. Remember, the Boston Red Sox could be viable. They just DFA'd Pablo Sandoval. And there is reports that the Cleveland Indians may be interested in getting Azdrubal Cabrera to be kind of a super utility guy for them. Speaking of Pablo Sandoval, it is likely that he is going to land back where he started his career with the San Francisco Giants. He may sign as early as this weekend, although it probably will be to a minor league deal to start. Last note that I want to give you, Brandon Phillips, second baseman for the Braves, left last night's game. He is considered day-to-day with a hamstring issue. So, Let's get into what I said last night because unlike other shows, okay, I hold myself accountable here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I go back and tell you what I said last night and how that would have worked. So last night, you know, Madison Bumgarner went, and he was the most expensive pitcher on the slate at 11200 on FanDuel. I said you could do better going cheaper than Madison Bumgarner, okay? And Mad Bum did not have a great outing. He went six and a third and gave up four runs. I told you two guys that – I like that were cheaper. And listen, you should have listened to your boy, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Last night, I gave you Luis Severino at Seattle. This guy, going into the game, had 35 strikeouts in his last 26 innings pitched. About 11 Ks per nine. What did he do? He kept it up with seven shutout innings in Seattle, striking out six as the Yankees beat the Mariners 4-1. to one. I also told you, as my biggest fade the public of them all... You know, I went against the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Los Angeles Dodgers are something like thirty-one and four out of their last thirty-five games. But I told you that if you wanted a cheap play, that Mike Fultanevich was the guy I was picking. That they would finally end their ten-game winning streak, and you know what? They did. Mike Fultonevich, he uh, only gave up three runs, striking out five across six plus innings as. The Braves beat the Dodgers 6 3 So then we look at the weekend, starting with tonight. And tonight, you got three big boys going, okay? You got Chris Sale, you got Max Scherzer, you got Alex Wood. All of them are viable options, okay? Sale at the Angels, Scherzer at the Diamondbacks, and Wood at home against the Braves. But, again, I'm going to give you a cheaper guy. You can go down to 8600 on FanDuel. And find Trevor Cahill. Trevor Cahill has been great in his last six starts, all the way back to May, in fact. Including a little DL stint that he had. But I like him against the San Francisco Giants tonight. Remember, the Giants are the third worst offense in all of Major League Baseball. I've only scored 375 runs so far. And Cahill has that strikeout upside, 41 strikeouts, in his last 33 innings pitched. As we look to the rest of the slate on the weekend... Colin McHugh makes his Astros debut for the season against Baltimore. Danny Salazar also backed for the Cleveland Indians, but I like Chris Archer against Texas on Saturday. Also to note, remember I've been telling you about Julio Teheran and his ridiculous home road splits. Well, he's on the road on Saturday, so you may want to give him a try. On Sunday, I think it's from some pretty interesting games. The Marlins versus the Reds. You got Tom Kohler... And Sal Romano, you need to pick the bats in this game. Kohler has a 7.92 ERA, but Sal Romano has a 7.5 ERA. You got Lance McCullers at Baltimore. I like him. But then again, it's a Clayton Kershaw day against Atlanta. So if you want to spend the money for Clayton Kershaw, that is never a bad deal. I have a baseball story, though, that I want to tell you guys about. I think it's kind of interesting. I don't know what Cubs fans are thinking. As you know, the Cubs broke their curse last year and won the World Series. Did you know, though? So, like, you know, there's a couple of people, a lot of people across this country, though, that were, you know, bet the Cubs every year to win the World Series. You know, it's just something they do. It's a tradition that they do. And this year, or last year, if you did it, you finally got paid off. You know, you finally got paid off, and it was awesome. Did you know, though, that 30% of the tickets in Vegas... For the Cubs to win the World Series have gone uncashed. They are not claiming their money. People who bet the Cubs to win the World Series are now rather... They would rather have, like, the memento, have the ticket that proved they did it, than have the damn money. How crazy is that? Okay, we have... Uh, Jason Simbel, who's the vice president of risk management, says that uh, they actually had to go back and check for like three times to make sure there was no mistake. Okay, over 20 percent at the Golden Nugget in Vegas on the strip, uh, 20 percent of their tickets have gone uncashed, including a pair of six hundred dollar bets on the Cubs to win the World Series at six to one. That would be paying paying off at thirty six hundred dollars and people instead of having their thirty six hundred dollars want to have the memento i think it's absolutely crazy and they say it is definitely way bigger than normal to have something like 30 or 20 to 30 percent of tickets go uncashed on a futures bet like that but check this out brian glickman he's a 32 year old guy in chicago he uh you know He placed the $10 bet on the Cubs to win the World Series. He says he does it every year, okay? And uh, he says, though, that he's not going to cash his in. And I quote, between ticket stubs, winning towels, a lucky penny I picked up when I landed in Cleveland for Game 6, and a winning bet from Vegas, I'm going to do something really cool with all these mementos. I'm not cashing it. Let me advise all these Cubs fans right now. Here's what you need to do. We live in an era of great, great technology. Take a picture of the damn ticket. And then you print it out. And you still have your memento. And then you also have your $3,600. What are people doing? If I I win the bet, you know, I can still tell my friends that I bet the Cubs to win the World Series. I can still take a picture of it. I even, listen, on my uh, NFL futures bets last year, I took pictures of them before I mailed them in because you got to mail them in sometimes to cash them and you still can do that. So I took pictures of them and I showed my people, look, I was right on like, you know, the Bears Under or whatever it was, you know. I don't understand what people are doing. I think it's absolutely crazy. Apparently there are more every year there are more tickets on the Chicago Cubs to win the World Series twice more than any other Major League Baseball team. So you gotta think, if it finally cash for the first time in a hundred and eight years, maybe you should actually get that cash. That is the motto of the fantasy freestyle after all, to get that cash. So my point of view for Cubs fans. When we come back, though, we're going to uh, shift gears a little bit. We're going to go back into football and uh, we're going to look at that AFC West again, like I told you. And we're also going to do is we're going to bring back my conversation about, you know, player safety in a very interesting way. All that and more when we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: Yeah, yeah. Executive Edge Fantasy Football Packers
2: brand new for 2017 rotoexperts.com presents the executive edge fantasy football package roll with me through the 2017 season as I get you ready to draft and dominate all season long it's only going to cost you 20 bucks to win your fantasy league this year hell you spend 10 times that on a Friday night and leave empty handed the executive edge fantasy football package features articles videos and rankings that will help you be the man in your home office or high stakes leagues plus you get private access to the Fantasy Executive Snapchat, where you can interact with me directly. Head on over to rotoexperts.com and sign up for the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Chill with me all season long and win big in 2017 with the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package, powered by rotoexperts.com.
1: Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy, Dave Martinez, Speez, the Spittin' Statistician. I got my man, Chris, the Bounty Hunter Bavona with me on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. You know what it is. Okay, Chris, what do we got there? We got like a lion roaring. Is that what we got as a new drop? A little manimal for it. A little manimal. Okay, but now, you know, I thought you said you liked Bounty Hunter.
0: I still got to stick with manimal. Okay, we're still going with the manimal. Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. Hunting okay. them animals down. Okay,
1: okay. I see what you're doing. Okay. Obviously, Bavona's having fun in the control room here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's get into the cypher real quick. I have some news in the NFL that I want to share with you. Um, Cincinnati Bengals cornerback Adam Pac-Man Jones has been suspended uh, for one game, the season opener, against the Ravens for violation of the personal conduct policy. He had an incident in a Cincinnati hotel in January. He pleaded guilty to that incident in May. So he will sit out the season opener for the Bengals. And speaking of suspensions for personal conduct, Ezekiel Elliott, they are saying now that the NFL has wrapped up its investigation as to all of the conduct of Ezekiel Elliott. You know, there's a laundry list of things that have been happening. We've been talking about it all week long. Um, So it looks like, Any word on any suspension for Zeke will come down next week. I believe that he will be suspended for the first two games of the season. However, what I will say to you, because I know many people right now are having their fantasy football drafts or starting to consider this, he is still... My third-ranked running back in my rankings behind only Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson. I still have Ezekiel Elliott as my number three running back. And if you are sitting there, there is no reason, unless we hear that the suspension is far longer, there is no reason to pass over Ezekiel Elliott for, you know, whoever it would be, like a Devontae Freeman or a Melvin Gordon or anybody like that or Shady McCoy. And here's why. You are... You know, you are trying to have your best team possible, not in weeks one and two of the NFL season. You're trying to have your best team possible for weeks 14, 15, and 16 of the NFL season. That's the fantasy playoffs, and you still want Ezekiel Elliott as your workhorse at that point. And if you're a good enough team, you will still get there regardless of if Zeke is sitting out. You know, one or two games. I'm reminded of like last year, how people still drafted Le'Veon Bell even though he missed a few games, and you were rewarded when you had Le'Veon Bell in the fantasy playoffs. But like I said, some fantasy football players are focusing on their drafts later on this summer. You, however, know that the first step to building a fantasy football champion is to be early with it and pick the squad at RotoExperts.com. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. The RotoExperts lineup has FSWA inaugural Hall of Famer and. Fantasy football writer of the year Scott Angle. We've got nationally acclaimed top ranker Jake Seely. We've got 2015 and 16 FSW award winners Bobby McMahon and Brandon Murchison. And yo, we got depth and upside in our lineup too, with guys like Frank Stanford and Mike Florio. We bring you a draft package bursting with All Pro analysis and end season coverage that will take you to the title. So get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football package at RotoExperts.com, and when you enter the promo code Free Radio at checkout, you will get a discount. Also also, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you again that my man, the fantasy executive, Corey Parson, has his Executive Edge Super Premium Package. He gives you not only draft reviews, but auction values. And here's the thing. You can befriend him on Snapchat, and he will live and direct right to you, give you Snapchat information you know, about whatever you need for your team. I think that's real hot. And I even worked something out with him. If you go to the website rotoexperts.com slash executive if you want to get that package enter the promo code Dane okay enter the promo code Dane like your boy Dane Martinez and you will get a special discount so I mentioned to you guys That uh, if if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle and you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle last football season, you know, one of the things I was talking about a lot was this idea of player safety with the concussions, with the protocol, with the dark, quiet room. You know, remember we had Thomas Lowe, the licensed certified athletic trainer, on with us a number of times. And we talked about all the things that the NFL, you know, does basically ignoring player safety. We talked about... The Torah doll. how they're getting shot up with all these painkillers. We also talked about how Thursday night football is, you know, not helpful for players. You know, it really takes that the football player's body almost that long just to be ready to go into another game where they're going to, you know, basically it's as if they were in five car crashes, you know. But we also are learning more and more about the effects of playing football. You know, all of these all of these head injuries, all of the uh, symptoms that many football players are having after their careers. You know, whether it be these violent episodes, the sensitivity to light, the dizziness, all of those things. And I wanted to make a point here. I read an interesting article on Vice. And they profiled um, a 26-year-old guy named Khalil Glaude. And he, you know... Many people don't know his name. He was in the NFL for only three seasons. One of those seasons he played on the Tampa Bay Bucks practice squad. You know, not a big name. But here's the deal. That doesn't mean his, his collisions were any less violent. That doesn't mean the risk to his health was any less, you know. And, the, and the, the article made the point that these kind of fringe performers like Khalil Glaude, you know, they even have more incentive To do things like hide concussions from the medical staff, you know. These guys that are on fringe players that maybe are on practice squads, they have to do everything possible to try to get to the big show. It's the same thing if you think about When you think about steroids in baseball, right? And how many people believe it's actually minor league baseball players that where it's even a bigger problem. Because these are guys still trying to get to the show. Still trying to get that one professional contract to get generational wealth for their family. And so this guy Khalil Glaude had one big hit that he even remembers as kind of the cause of all the symptoms he's having now. And it was in the last preseason game. It was in the last preseason game when this guy, you know, he's at the back of the roster trying to make the roster. So he's balling out and trying to bust his hump to impress coaches making the team. And he wound up having a concussion. And then he wound up having all of these symptoms to the point where the Dallas Cowboys, which was the team that he was on in this year, sent him home. Sent him home because he had all these symptoms, the nausea, the light sensitivity, and all of that. And then, you know, his his wife explained a sad story where they once, uh, for the 4th of July, went to like a fireworks show with the family, and he had to stay in his car because he couldn't have all the noise and all the bangs because it literally would, you know, hurt him and make him go crazy. So the question is, you know, with these guys... and. What do we do about this? You know, because when you have the players that have more incentive to deny injuries or to put themselves in harm's way just to get that contract. And here's the other thing. Did you know that in the NFL, in order to get health insurance after you retire, you have to have played in three, quote unquote, credited seasons? So this guy, Khalil Glaude, doesn't have three credited seasons because one of them was on the practice squad. So we only had two official seasons. So he doesn't get health insurance from the NFL after as a, uh, as a you know retired player. And he has to deal with all of this stuff by himself. You know, um, I think it's kind of crazy when you think the average NFL career is only like three and a half years. So you have almost half of your retired athletes that don't have access to this health insurance from the NFLPA. And as we learn more and more about the effects after after your career, it can be really bad. I mean this guy specifically, Khalil Glaud, he did he earned $350 in his three year career. But he said he's been smart with his money, he's invested well, he's okay financially, so he's able to uh you know do what he has to do. But this um his agent, a guy named Ed Wislowski, had a couple of ideas for what they could do about it to kind of uh prevent players from trying to hide concussions or hide these effects. One It's just like Major League Baseball. What if... The NFL adopted like a seven day kind of concussion DL. Or, you know, right now in the NFL, if you go on IR or you go on the PUP list, that's for like the whole season or a big chunk. And players don't want to do that because that's their money. So they're going to hide it. But if you had another kind of disabled list where people could, in fact, come back, maybe players wouldn't hide it as much. Here's the other thing. The NFL is the only league where the contracts are not guaranteed. Okay. So, like, if you make a million dollars in the NFL that you get 16 game checks of about $65,000 a pop. Like, you need that money. You can't, you know, that's a lot of players are, you know, juking the system, in essence, to try to, you know, get that cash if that's what they really need to do. So maybe guaranteed contracts. Could be another thing that this agent suggests. I think it's a really big issue. And as we get into the football season, we're going to talk more and more about what is or is not being done about player safety. We'll also likely have my man Thomas Lowe on air again. But um, as we were talking about, in the AFC West, I was talking about the AFC West all week long. Okay, And I personally think that we're going to have the Raiders at the top of the division. But in the surprise of the division, I think the, not San Diego, but Los Angeles Chargers take a step forward, finish in second place. They could go 9-7. and I think the Chiefs regress because, you know, they're just kind of a basic team. Alex Smith is kind of a basic quarterback. Their, Their offensive line had two guys have career years. I think that regresses a little bit. I think they lose Jeremy Macklin. That regresses a little bit. I think they finish in third in that division. And I think the Denver Broncos are primed for big-time regression as well. I just do not trust whether it's Trevor Simeon or Paxton Lynch. So I see the AFC West going Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs, and then the Broncos, and it really all comes down to the quarterback play. I think Derek Carr is one of these ascending quarterbacks that you really need to pay attention to. The last fantasy football note I'll mention about this division, in both Denver and Oakland, look at these wide receivers, this tandem of wide receivers, Demarius Thomas and Manny Sanders. Manny Sanders. Manny Sanders is a better value. People think about Demaris Thomas, but Manny Sanders is a better better value. And in Oakland, Michael Crabtree actually scored more fantasy points than Amari Cooper last year. Those are the values, those number two wide receivers in Oakland and in Denver. When we come back, we're going to put the fun in functional sports radio. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez on the Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go. Oh! Ooh! Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. I got my man Chris Bavona with me on the ones and twos on a Friday, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. It is hot out here. Let me tell you something. It is hot here in Rockin' Riley's Studio 34. We got a lot of people outside on the patio deck. Come on by if you're in the area, and your boy Speeds the Spitting Statistician will buy you a drink, and it'll have ice in it. I tell you that right now. All right, uh, Chris, it is time for us to continue our greatest of all time... Sports movies bracket as we put the fun in functional sports radio. As you know, we have seen pure recency bias in a lot of our matchups, okay? But we go to the basketball region today where the number two seed is in action. It is Hoosiers going up against the number seven seed, Blue Chips. Now, remember, this recency bias has been plaguing older movies. So I don't know if Hoosiers is going to move on, but it is such a classic, epic, you know... uh basketball movie. But, you know, Blue Chips, let me tell you something. My man Shaq penny in that movie, and it was actually the first time I ever really understood what point shaving was. I had no idea what point shaving was. Remember that guy, like, felt really bad, but was co-opted. I guess that's the reason, you know, they don't like teams moving in Las Vegas, because of the potential for something like that. Chris, I know you are a cinephile here. What do you think about this matchup? I would like to see Blue Chips move on, but I think Hoosiers, as the stalwart movie here, will in fact advance to the round of sixteen. What do you think, Chris? You know,
0: yeah, Blue Chips has absolutely no shot. In you this. think Blue I Chips mean, has no shot? Zero. I gotta be honest. The problem is that Hoosiers. It's not just a great basketball movie. It's probably considered one of the greatest sports movies of all
1: time. Well, that's you what we're doing there here, trying to crown line. the greatest sports movie of all time. Exactly. Okay. So I mean, if that's if so, you think Hoosiers? Has a chance to get to the Final Four and maybe be a contender to win this entire tournament.
0: I think Hoosiers is going to be the basketball uh, representative representative of the Final Four. For the Final Four. I mean, how do you go wrong? Gene Hackman, Dennis Hopper... I mean, just right. the, the ultimate, the, the true, no offense to Dodgeball here, the true underdog story. No doubt,
1: no doubt. And I'm going to tell you right now, most of the people agree with you. 77% of the vote has Hoosiers over Blue Chips right now in this matchup. But uh, Chris, I also wanted to talk to you because you're uh, you're on the producers on Sunday, right? That's correct. So how about you help me out with this bracket and we give you a you couple know matchups? I would love to help you okay, out. Okay, so I would love for you to do. Two of the matchups that we have, sure. okay, there's the Cinderella matchup that's going on, okay, in the uh, in the football region where we have the 14-seed We Are Marshall who upset, remember, the Titans in the first round. The 14-seed We Are Marshall is going up against the 11-seed Friday Night Lights. Can we have you guys do that uh, matchup on the producers this that Sunday? That is
0: not a problem. I love Fantastic. both of those movies. I'll be able to talk. Well in depth about them both.
1: Fantastic. And then here's another one I want to give you guys, because I know you and you got your boy uh Pete Considori also on Sunday. I know you guys are hockey guys. We are. And so in the wild card region, we have an interesting matchup of four the four five matchup. You ready for this? Is slap Slapshot. Versus the Mighty Ducks. How would you guys feel about talking about a little hockey
0: there? Oh, wow. That's a, oh, that's gonna be a close, close call. Yeah, we're not gonna have, we have, we have no choice. Alright, so those are the two it, yeah? matchups.
1: I'd love to see. Just remember to, uh, you know, tag your boy at Spittin' Speeds. I got you. For us to, uh, follow through on that matchup. Okay, and remember, if you guys still want to vote on today's matchup, Uh, You can do that at FNTSY Radio on Twitter. At Spittin' Speeds on Twitter we will help you out right now. Make your voice heard because, you know, I like hearing from people here on the Fantasy Freestyle. What I wanted to do is uh, keep it moving real quick. I told you we were going to talk a little bit about college football, okay? Because as we start for NFL football, college football is also going on. And there are two new coaches in new places that I wanted to talk about real quick. First is Ed Ogeron. In LSU, you know they retained him as the interim coach. Remember how I was talking about these satellite camps back in the day, and how like uh, Harbaugh was saying that you know people didn't want to have these satellite camps because they were worried about Michigan being down there and recruiting. Well, it looks like we have an example of this. Okay, the state of Louisiana was going to have one of these satellite camps in Belhaven, in Louisiana. That's a Division II college in the state of Louisiana, but. Ed Orgeron found out that Texas was gonna be there recruiting, and he then wielded his power and canceled the satellite camp. Many people are thinking that they were afraid of Texas being there, kind of trying to recruit out of that territory, out of that region. Orgeron said it was a little something different. He's saying that no, he wants to give, you know, opportunity to the lower level recruits to go to other Louisiana schools. But the the head coach of Bellhaven, this D two school says that the kids who get hurt aren't the ones getting recruited by LSU or Texas. It's these other kids that, you know, are kind of mid level recruits. And I think that's true. So it's interesting. I remember Harbaugh said that, um, you know, they were afraid. They were afraid of, you know, him coming in on his turf. And apparently Ed Orgeron and L S U is an example of that. But over back in Texas now, uh, Tom Herman, very interesting. I don't know if you guys hear this. I don't know if you've heard this, but um, In practice right now, when they're doing one-on-one drills, the Texas football team... The winners of the one-on-one drills, they get, like, bacon and pasta as their meals. The losers of one-on-one drills, they're getting runny eggs and burnt toast as their meals. So you got to win your one-on-one individual drills at Texas in order to even just eat right. I think that's absolutely crazy. Hey, Chris, what do you think about this? Do you think that that's, like, fair or foul? Fair or foul to leverage, leverage food? For college athletes as incentives to try hard at practice, that's, you think that's cool that's beyond foul I you're mean beyond like, foul I'd rather these guys be beating
0: the beating the crud out of each other like really you're gonna you're gonna uh, deprave these guys of of general nutrition? Exactly,
1: exactly. I don't know if they're doing it long-term or maybe it's just a little thing to kind of, you know, spice it up a little bit. But absolutely crazy, in my opinion, that, you know, whoever loses in practice gets burnt toast and runny eggs, but whoever wins in practice gets bacon and good pasta. I don't know what kind of team culture he's building over there, but it's definitely one about, like, never trying to lose and accountability. We will see. Remember, Herman has done great things in previous stops. Now he's at the big time in Texas. Texas... You know, hasn't been a national contender for a while. Maybe they will be now under Tom Herman. So another thing I wanted to uh, get at. Remember, this year... The quarterbacks that came out early, you know, you had the uh, Trubisky's, you know, you had the Deshaun Watsons. There are four quarterbacks next year's draft that I think are possible franchise guys. Remember, if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know that I'm a Jets fan, unfortunately. But I want, I'm, I'm all about hashtag suck for Sam. Sam is Sam Darnold, the quarterback at USC, who I believe will be the number one overall pick. And I hope that my Jets wind up going 1-15 so that they can get him. But here's the deal. Sam Darnold himself is saying to teams, please do not tank for me because I don't even know if I'm coming out next year. Maybe he's trying to dissuade the Jets because he doesn't want to wind up in New York. Remember Peyton Manning also back in the day stayed in college one more year when the Jets had the number one overall pick. And uh, that worked out okay for his career. The Jets instead that year drafted Keyshawn Johnson number one overall. But also another thing I'll say, one of these guys is the Wyoming quarterback, Josh Allen. little a smaller school, you know, than guys like Josh Rosen from UCLA who you know and also the Heisman trophy winner out of Louisville, Lamar Jackson. And we'll talk about if his game translates to the NFL or not. But Josh Allen, the quarterback out of Wyoming, he just took out a million dollar insurance policy on himself for this year, which I think is an interesting, interesting idea. Remember Jake Butt, the tight end from Michigan, also took out an insurance policy. And, you know, then he did, in fact, tear up his knee. So he's collecting some of that. Um, so we are going to keep an eye on all these guys. Josh Rosen. Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, and Lamar Jackson because I do believe these guys will be franchise-altering quarterbacks coming into the 2018 NFL draft. The last thing I want to talk about here as we put the fun in functional sports radio, um, Chris, do you ever watch the Discovery Channel?
0: Uh, are you about to ask me if I'm a huge Shark Week Fan? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So the Discovery Channel is kicking off Shark Week on Sunday. And you know how they're kicking off Shark Week They're going to have Michael Phelps race a shark on TV. Okay, now, Michael Phelps may be the best swimmer in the world, right? But he can swim at six miles an hour. A shark can swim at like 25 miles an hour. What is this? I mean, do you think this is fixed? Do you think this is real? I mean, I get all the buzz and publicity, and that's very cool. But do you think Michael Phelps has any chance against the shark live on TV on Sunday?
0: Well, didn't they try this already with Usain Bolt and a cheetah? Yes,
1: they did have Usain Bolt race a cheetah once. And they also had Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens in like 1936 raced a horse. Okay. I remember that. But here's what I wanna ask you because we got a poll question up right now on our Twitter at FNTSY Radio at Spittin' Speeds. You know the other the other event this summer that i've been talking about that i also think is not an actual event is in fact just you know for publicity kind of like michael phelps against the shark you know what i'm talking about i'm talking about that conor mcgregor and floyd mayweather fight so i have a poll question up right now and the question is this who do you think has a better chance to win Which underdog do you think has a better chance to win? Do you think Michael Phelps versus a shark or Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather? And right now, 56% of you say that Michael Phelps has a better chance against the shark in the water than Conor McGregor has against Floyd Mayweather. Chris, let me ask you something. You riding with the people on this one? You got a... you got Michael Phelps, or you got the shark? Who you? What do you? What do you got here? What do you I'm, think has a better chance? Which underdog? The
0: funny thing is about Michael Phelps is his lung capacity. You know, we—it's been documented on uh, numerous occasions, especially with TMZ. Mm-hmm. Uh, So I want to say that I think Phelps really has a better shot at beating the shark than Connor does at beating Floyd.
1: Yeah. We've been talking about it all week long. I believe Connor McGregor has no chance to beat Floyd Mayweather. I don't even know if he's going to land a punch. We had reports this week that Connor McGregor got knocked out in sparring. That does not happen to world-class boxers. But with the time that we have left, I want to revisit our lead story today. Remember Cavaliers point guard Kyrie Irving, um, has requested that he be traded from the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he's got four teams that are in mind, okay? He's talking about potentially the San Antonio Spurs, the Miami Heat, the Minnesota Timberwolves, or your new. York, Knicks, so here's the question, and for this, I'm going to be bringing in my man Kenton Kirby, Double K over here, you've heard him before on the Fantasy Freestyle, okay, so um, with this news breaking, I want to talk about these options, okay, where do you think he might go, like in San Antonio, to replace Tony Parker, and you know Kyrie hates the Golden State Warriors, wants to get at Steph Curry all the time, if he goes to San Antonio, he would have that rivalry, he would have that option. Okay, Miami kind of doesn't make sense to me. I don't see them as a contender one way or the other. I think Minnesota would be a sick option. I know they signed Teague, right? But Kyrie Irving, Jimmy Butler, Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns. Could that be enough to put the T-Wolves in the upper echelon of the Western Conference? And then when we talk about the Knicks, and I bring you in because I know you ride with Oakley and all that. But, um... Christoph Porzingis and Kyrie could be interesting. What do you see happening here? I mean, it's so fresh, and I'm like really excited. Yeah, yeah, I can uh, see it. I yeah, can see I, it I, in your. I came, th- here, I came in here like shaking when I heard this news that Kyrie wants out. So. I want him to come to New York. Do you think that's viable? Do you think that's possible? You know, this Melo wanting to go, you know, to uh, Cleveland or Houston. Maybe this is the way we're getting reports also right now that there may be a three-team deal involved. It could be the Phoenix Suns that are an option as well to try to make this deal actually work to make the money right and all that. Um, wouldn't I, we're going to ask you when we come back. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to still play with LeBron, even if you're the, like, baby brother, like Robin to the Batman? I don't know. Take a second. Let's think about it. When we come back, we're going to tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. We're going to get my man Kenton's thoughts on the breaking news in the NBA, all that and more. Let's go.
0: Quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues,
2: Deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy
1: Football Package, and it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discounts. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I want to spend another couple of minutes dissecting the news of the day that Kyrie Irving wants to get out from the shadow of LeBron James. If you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know my boys, Hove, Jason DeJesus, and Double K, Kenton Kirby, that have come back when we're talking about the draft and all sorts of things in the playoffs. I got my guys here. What's a, uh, Jason, let me get you in first. What is your uh, reaction to this news? Both like, it's so crazy how... You have to break it down if you're not, like, absolutely the champ. Like, Cleveland thinks, you know, like, they, they're not close enough now. They're going to start from square one, it looks like. I want to get your thoughts on that. And also, like, where do you see Kyrie maybe landing?
0: Uh, Your second question first, I would say basketball-wise, probably the Spurs, right? I mean, Parker had the injury. Right. Uh, you have a mm-hmm. Um I think Pop could bring him
1: into the system pretty easily. Yeah. And he doesn't even have to play defense in San Antonio. He have to play Tony Parker hasn't been playing defense in San Antonio <laughs> been, for a while. So it's all good, right? You just put Kawhi on whoever you need to. All of them. Okay. On all of them. I'm putting them uh, on everybody.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, but actually, selfishly, but also realistically, I think the Knicks would be two.
1: Okay. Uh, so you think this is possible?
0: If those were actually his four. Yeah. Again, he doesn't have a no trade clause. Right. Right. So this means nothing. Right. This is Take just his preference.
1: I told you off air. I told you off air, I think what a place that would be very, very interesting would be the Philadelphia 76ers, to be quite honest. Ken, what do you think of uh, the news of the day here with Kyrie Irving? Just like Jay said, yeah, he doesn't have a no he has no trade he doesn't have a right. no trade clause. So he can put out a list yeah. and yeah. Pfft, that in a metro car I mean, gets you home. The Cavs, the Cavs, the Cavs don't have to do anything. They can be like, Hey listen man, we can try to work through this just like when Kobe demanded a trade. And mm-hmm. he said, No, we're gonna work through this. And whatever, right? But obviously, as a Knicks fan, I want him to come to New York, and we need some help. So we shall come, see. The Knicks definitely, definitely need some help. But here's the thing. The Cavs don't have a GM, so who's going to make this trade? This is only day three of the offseason, and it looks like the Cavs are—there's uh, going to be a lot of movement. Let's check in real quick on the polls that we've got going on right now. So far, 78% of you think Hoosiers should move on over Blue Chips and— of you think Michael Phelps has a better chance against a shark than Conor McGregor does against Floyd Mayweather. So we shall see. I'll be back on Monday right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know what it is. Let's go. Happy weekend. Try and stay cool, though, all right? Peace.